there are very few cars that I would be willing to do that for, and the Jaguar is one of them. Wow. I mean, that That's motor is just, oh, that car it, is just every time driving it around, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so cool. I believe we need to issue a few apologies from last week's podcast. I mistakenly called that one episode 63, whereas <gasps> it was really 62. Oh my goodness. I know, they're big, ahead of big drama on YouTube. We got a lot of angry comments about Did that. Did we one. actually? No. Okay. Also, apologies, because our microphones just decided to not work. I think it was because it was Friday and they didn't realize they had to come in on a Friday sure. to record. They were, yeah. they were checked out. They were off for the week. Yeah, it was and in uh, protest. Thankfully... Uh, we are pro-uterists, and I have a backup that still decided to record. So for some reason, these two mics didn't, but our third mic did. So that, thank goodness, because when I put that footage into the editor to edit, because I had a lot of things going on at the end of that week last Did you say the F word? Probably. I think there's a high chance I did. But I was like... And thankfully, I was able to clean up the audio enough and remove some echo and stuff. And it, it sounded okay. <laughs> I liked the thing. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I was thinking of while I was recently using the restroom is I wonder, I hope that there's somebody out there who listens to the Daily Motor podcast who somehow stumbled upon it. Yeah. Only the audio version, like through Apple Podcasts or whatever, and has never seen us and just has this idea of like, what we look like because I, I there's a few podcasts like that that i've listened to before that like i've never seen yeah the the, the hosts yeah potentially and i just have this idea of what they look like in my head oh, are you bringing those comments up because i i have them up as well for oh do us. you oh yeah. from the porsche video from the i was porsche gonna say video. we have some other apologies to issue sure or, okay or, let's, or let's so. just dig right into it welcome to episode <laughs> 63 we're back and uh we've got some we really ought to make this more of a regular segment of reading the the nasty comments that are left yeah to us on the, our videos. the only thing that would make me not want to do that is it, it would encourage people to leave more nasty comments that's true and they'd want you also have, would have to read them all the time and that would make you sad yeah you generally don't i don't even do read comments, comments very you know often. What's, i read all the comments i don't but you don't i pick one one out of every like 20 videos i'll click on and read the comments and this was the video that i decided to click on of Rough. course however i will say before you get into them uh, yes our like ratio is a little bit lower on this video and yes we've gotten some nasty comments but that actually helps the video do well yeah so <laughs> like, a, it no. makes us more money when people leave nasty comments yeah so just to, to preface this this is our porsche 911 carrera t review and what a lot of people still don't understand is that charlie and i's reviews are more about our initial impressions and our our feelings on the cars yeah. they're not necessarily about the numbers and the specifics and the facts but don't worry there are plenty of other channels on youtube that yeah. give you all of that copy and paste stuff and uh feel free to get off of our page and go over to theirs and watch their reviews we won't be offended well, well not only that but there's there are outlets like motor trend and like Haggerty that have hundreds of thousands of dollars of budget to take these vehicles to a proper track with a proper race car driver and like put them through paces and get instrument and testing and all these things go to those channels for like the the nitty-gritty like this car can get to zero to 60.3 seconds faster than this one and blah, blah, blah. we're gonna tell you exactly what it feels like to get into the car to touch the things mm -hmm. and to experience the vehicle yeah so and most of the time 
it's understood. We go out and drive a Honda Pilot too quickly around a corner, squeal tires and laugh and point out that the rear load space is too high and whatever. People don't mind. They like hanging out with us. Yeah. But on a car sometimes. like a Porsche, Porsche 911, sometimes it gets a little bit yeah. misunderstood. Let's just say our, get offended. our core audience is a bit more Elantra <laughs> N than it is Porsche 911. Porsche 911. So anyways, Carrera T, which at the time we didn't realize um, was, was actually... Spec. German e Well, there's a couple of things we didn't realize. For one, it's a Eurospec car, but I cut out all the things that we said about okay. that. Excuse me. We also didn't realize that the Carrera T is actually the cheapest manual 992 that you can get. Yes. You can no longer get a manual in the base 911. Which is one of those things that, like, yes, if someone put a gun to my head and said, like, can you buy a base manual 911 anymore? I'd probably say no, because like, I'd, I'd dig into the recesses of my mind and remember that that was a but big thing with the 992. You're not thinking about that when you're... Yeah, you know. yeah. Anyways, top comment. Well, to comment at the top, because Charlie replied to it. Didn't learn much from this review. The evaluation of the car was not adequately structured. I replied to this? Yes. And so, so someone else replied and said, agreed. What is even going on here? And then you replied with a sad face. Oh, Charlie it's because the, the person who said agreed, what's going on here was my friend. <laughs> He's the one I was on the cruise with. Oh, okay. So he was, okay, he was busting balls. He was, he was but trolling. yes, that's the first funny. comment was mean. Uh, someone do an enthusiast count, please. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Where are the You said there ones? were more mean comments than I realized were on this video. So I'm Oh, here curious. we go. Came for the car but was astounded at the amateur comments from the reviewers. Mm. You guys got to get your facts right. Simple mm. spec check could have, could establish that. Yeah. Lots of things you say are either missing or plain wrong. Like? Some, well, I don't know. Oh, they didn't go on no, to... No, no, no. They, they just pointed that out. Someone said, are you guys gay? Oh. No. Although I might consider I blurring the line for the 911. Like if someone was like, you can have a 911 Carrera That's T, fair. you just that have is to fair. poke a penis. Uh, oh, here's, here's the one that is the saddest. <laughs> if you guys are serious about doing this long term, then mm, you really need to yeah, step up your game. One. That was a pretty awful review of this car. Your content yeah. and value is nothing compared mm -hmm. to what is out there. Right. Well, give you a shot. Get off our page. Uh, here's, the, here's one. Did you say, did you really say that a Lexus was more enjoyable to drive than this? Yeah, slow speed. Honestly, I watched it for the car, but this was okay. difficult to watch. Mm. You guys need to learn your facts. Mm. You can get a no-cost optional backseat, for instance, not mentioned. Okay. In parentheses, not mentioned. Sure. The base is 107K, which I actually don't think is right. I no, that sounds way too low. Yeah, that's too low. Yeah, we so checked that. So this, this person might live in Canada or Europe. No, Canada would be would more. Would be much more. I don't know of anywhere in the world where you could pay $107,000. Maybe like if you live next to the factory in Germany. You know yeah, so this Hans. person obviously doesn't live in America. Oh, maybe unless he's mean, referring maybe to maybe a base, the card. base 911. Yeah, that's that's possible. that's possible. That that could be 107. Okay, so whatever. This. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I should have kept reading before I said that. The base is 107. This is 118 starting. Yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. right. Uh -huh. Not a 20k difference, as you say. That's 11k. Okay. Well, okay. whatever. Right. And did you even know about all the performance goodies standard over a base? No. A huge value added. What here, are all the performance? Not even, he didn't say. A huge value added here and not even mentioned in those 26 minutes. Mm. Here's the part. Here's my favorite part. Okay. And I won't even start about the debate over wearing sunglasses or not. <laughs> Did we talk about wearing sunglasses? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think people don't understand. That's what you come to Daily Motor for is to not hear about the 911, but to hear about sunglasses. Exactly. Is that it? Nothing more to that? I actually think that was it. Hmm. 
I meant from that one comment. That was where he ended. Was the oh yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Yeah. I, <sighs> so I guess there weren't as there weren't as many bad ones as I thought. But okay, to be fair, there's more comments now than there were before. And when I clicked on the video a couple of days ago, they, they were, were all, all bad. Mm-hmm. But like since then, we've gotten more positive ones. Sure. But let's uh, let's see. We'll give give the viewers, people who are watching, people, okay, insight into what we get these, to see. These cars travel along a wide range of channels that are under the winding road umbrella if you want to go watch the car without hearing us talk go over to winding road right if you want that fell the mic is mad at you for dissing (laughs) it earlier if you want to get facts figures and get a real proper drive of the car you go over to the topher if you want us (laughs) and you want like legitimate real raw impressions and you 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 come to us which sounds like a dumb silly joke but it's real because i mean how what what purpose would we provide if all we were doing was just doing the exact same review as the topher as sophion as miles power as all these other channels that get these same cars you go we we're not joking when we say like Go to if them. you want to watch it, that's why we endorse the Topher. Like we yeah. appreciate what he has to say too, but we don't want to be the same thing as him. Yeah, because then why why would you watch us? He's better at us, but better than us at like getting in a car and telling you how like smooth and like yeah. well it drives from a professional driver's standpoint. He is a professional race car driver, essentially. You know, teacher, instructor. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I agree with that. Was that, what I was going to do is pop in and let the viewers kind of see our analytics a bit here and see, let's take a look at what our like-dislike ratio is. Still 92.6%. We're getting an A-. minus. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. For and our it's like only dislike. just barely an A-. minus. Yeah. It was up 0.4 more of a percent would be an A. Mm-hmm. Or is A 94? No, no only one. It could be up 1%. One percentage point. 93.6 would be an A. Yeah. It'd round up. Uh, channel average, 96%. So really not that much lower. Um, than uh, than typical. So yeah, I'm not I'm not too disappointed in that. Let's go and see what our lowest video of any that Daily Motors ever shot. Do you think you know what it is? Yes, I know what Civic Car Court. No. Is it a car court? No. Can't even organize that way anymore. I got to do it. Go into advanced mode. Uh, you'll as soon as you see it, you'll go. Oh yeah, I f- forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a special edition of a car. Oh, definitely a wilderness Subaru. It's the Outback Wilderness. <laughs> the review, both the review and the fuel economy test. I did the review and I just made fun of the car the whole time. Yeah. It, admittedly, I made fun of the car the entire time, so that's understandable. Let's see as this loads here. You all will get insight into something. I don't. Comment. That was back when we did the solo reviews, and yeah. I was like not pleased about having to review that car by <laughs> myself. So I just was not very nice about it. <laughs> Go here to more metrics, and we go, oh, likes versus dislikes. Survey says, as it loads. To be fair, you also put poor in the <laughs> thumbnail of your fuel economy. It test. was poor. It's objectively a poor figure. <laughs> Just poor. That 911 was very good, though. Yes. There was a, a slightly negative but constructive comment that we got on the BMW M3 review that went up recently. And I, I, I part of it's on us, I feel like, and part of it's on the guy. He, um, he said it was confusing because we said this car is not very fun to drive, but then 10 seconds later, we're like, 
giggling by how fast it was going. Well, it's in a straight line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, he, and, and I'm sure, be, I know it's very fun on the track as well. What he's not understanding is day-to-day fun. And maybe we didn't make that clear enough. I thought we yeah. did, but I understand how sometimes yeah, if yeah. you just watch a sec, like a section of our video, or if you're it, like we can say conflicting it. sort of things. Definitely, yeah, yeah. We could do better at like a coherent like this is a wrap, but we try to get that at the end. Yeah, the the M3 is it's fun. It's 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 the most fun when you launch it because it's insanely fast. <laughs> but it's not something that it's you don't go out and giggle and laugh like you're in an Elantra N and just right. you know, dude. YouTube is like trying to just make everyone snowflakes you can't sort by likes versus dislikes okay we'll just anymore. go over to the just search the subaru you already know which one it is i think so but i don't i want to i want to be i want to be sure you know what i mean uh where else might it be what's what can we get here subscribers gained, subscribers lost dislikes shared yeah it's like doesn't allow you to do that anymore um you think that you'd want to be able to see that just so you could mm-hmm I you totally can see agree. what not to make anymore. We could just see what's gotten the most objective amount of dislikes, but the problem is, is that's not gonna uh, compare it to like dislikes per thousand views. That's right. just gonna be total just the dislikes, total amount of dislikes, which will probably be the car court because it's gotten hundred thousand views. The Civic, Civic car, court. car court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> we have not a lot to talk about this week. That's not true. That's not true. We well, you didn't about... let me finish. I said we have not a lot to talk about because we didn't drive very many cars. And actually, I only drove... Well, actually, no, I, dr- I did drive two cars this week. I yeah. didn't end up driving the Land Rover because there was just no time. Yeah. But I did drive two cars, and Charlie drove zero. Yeah. But he did go on a ship. Actually, I did drive something, and we'll get to that here in a moment. Oh, dear. But uh, do I look more golden tan? You do. You? Alyssa do looked burned in her B-Real. Mm, she was a bit burned. Mm-hmm. She was a bit char-royal. Cr- it's tough creepy. to keep sunblock on you the whole time because you got you seemed like you did a good job i have a lot of clothing on right now so i can't yeah i can get that all off here and let you see but no i I fared pretty well we we burned a good amount the first beach day a bit because i was playing beach volleyball and uh on my back it was all like beach volleyball on the ship no on on the on the the beach so so for any of you just tuning in to the daily morning podcast i just arrived home late last night from a caribbean cruise on the royal caribbean cruise line it was nice. I'd recommend. Have you been on a cruise? Yes, two. Okay. What were they, were they Royal Caribbean? The first one, I don't remember what it... Actually, I don't remember what either of them were. I think one, one of them was a Carnival cruise, which is like... That's like base... The that's like the base lines. model, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember which one that was. They actually may have both been that. Well, this one was nice. We made. My st- parents have gone on a bunch of Royal Caribbean ones, okay, and they love okay. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, no, I don't think I have. It's a good experience. That. Food was fantastic. They have their own private island where you go and then you just hang out all day and do fun things, kind of water park there and stuff. So that was fun. That's where I was playing the volleyball and stuff. I did also play beach volleyball. Well, it wasn't beach, but volleyball on the cruise ship as well. Um, Lots of time in the sun, lots of pools. Alyssa and I went to Miami Beach the night before because you got to get in early and be there and stuff. And we got bumped up to first class. So shout out to... Honda and Hyundai and Mazda and all the manufacturers that built me up to gold medallion on Delta for getting that bump. What's nice is when you travel on a flight that isn't a press trip flight, there's like no other journalists, so no one's got status and you can get bumped super easy. Yeah. When you travel on a press flight, it's like there's a Paul Eisenstein is taking all your upgrades and Ken Panton is getting all the upgrades before you because they're platinum or yeah. diamond or whatever. I, <laughs> I flew with Paul. Um, my way back and 
he got upgraded to first class, which meant that his comfort plus seat was open. Mm. And he's like, go up, go up there and tell him you want my seat. Here's my seat. Tell him that you need my seat. And I was like, okay. And he got on the plane before me, so he couldn't, you know, go up there and, and yeah. yell at anybody. So I, I go up to the counter. I'm like, hey, my my buddy is uh, got upgraded to first. I'm wondering if I can take his seat in comfort. And they were like, oh yeah, what's the seat? And I gave them the seat number. And they were like, oh, we have we have some uh, somebody handicapped in that seat, so we're not able to give that to you. And I was like, I feel like an asshole now for even asking. Well, you didn't know. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. That's funny. Does Paul know you by like who you are? Or yeah. Did he just recognize that you're a journalist? No, I've hung. I've yeah, oh, I know Paul. Right. Yeah, right. fair enough. Um, I spoke with him once on the phone before I ever knew who he oh, was. Oh, really? Because he was interested in purchasing Car and Driver's long-term Honda Ridgeline. And oh, he just got a uh, Lightning. F-150 oh, Lightning. Yeah, he just got it. Yeah. Platinum. Mm. Uh, that's that's a nice truck for about a year, and then it'll be entirely irrelevant. Silverado. We'll see. Yeah. I'm sure we'll hear about it via his what keyboard. It? Yeah, because he just writes for the he just writes, Detroit, yeah. Detroit uh, Repress or whatever. Yeah, or something like that. Um, so yeah, got bumped up. That was nice. It was my first first class experience. And it was great because we got the full meal and everything and uh didn't do any alcohol consumption, but it also drastically lowered you my didn't? productivity. No. Well, listen, I split a champagne. Uh, we each got go. champagne just for like one like celebratory. Yeah, like, okay. Um what was more strange is that on the way home, I booked us essentially uh scum class because it was very difficult and expensive to get home. So we had a, a one layover flight in New York on JetBlue. Excuse me. What? So it was JetBlue from... Why did you do that to yourself? Why? Because I, I, Delta flights started at for both Alyssa and I to get home $1,400 one way. One way? Yeah. Yeah. How much because was the JetBlue with a stop? 600 For both of like together. So it was less than half for us to do the JetBlue at the stop. Wow. And that, it just That would have been tough for me to, to yeah, choose. Yeah, exactly. And JetBlue is not bad. You could their service is good. They give you food. It's like, you know, like the kind. It's not like Spirit where they just cattle car you on, but their seats are just thin and skinny. Um but like they had in-flight entertainment and everything. Yeah. But then so we were JetBlue to New York and it was of JetBlue all the way through it was like booked, but it was American Airlines was the actual flight from New York to Detroit. Uh and for some reason, Alyssa and I, we, we get up to the to the counter and she scans her boarding pass and they and he's like, just uh, hold on a sec, your seat's changed. And we're like, okay, whatever. Because I booked this through Amex, the Amex portal, and I had no idea. Like, I didn't pick seats or anything. I just like, get us on the plane and get us home sort of thing. We got bumped to first class on the American <laughs> Airlines flight. No status, no frequent flyer, anything like that. Right, because you use the Amex. Possibly, yeah. it's possibly. What I think is, mo- what like the most logical thing I could put together is, we booked through the Amex portal. It's third party. This was American Airlines. We booked a JetBlue flight through the Amex portal. So a lot of different moving pieces. And I bet you this, they sold the, they oversold the, the flight, the American Airlines flight did, and because we were probably like unassigned, there was probably still first class seats open, but economy was full. So maybe they were just like, well, these people have, don't even have a seat yet. Congratulations, you get first. So that was kind of cool. Was it a nice seat? It, it was better. It was a fairly small plane. So first class was only like a one and two setup. I see. Because okay. um, it's just from New York over to Detroit. But it uh, it was comfortable. We, and... uh, flew into uh, JFK? Or no, LaGuardia. LaGuardia. Which was a nice airport. 
LaGuardia was nice. And I flew into the Evans Terminal here in, in Detroit for the first time in a long time, which is used to be the North Terminal. I don't know why they renamed it. Oh. But it's quite nice, too. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was like the, the crappy terminal, but it's, it's nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was all good. Um, we missed out on a port stop in Puerto Costa Maya because it was too windy. They couldn't dock the boat. So that was a bit unfortunate. I probably would have brought you a thing because we, yes, yeah, there's a monkey. But because uh, we plan on getting things in Puerto Costa Maya, oh. but um, we lost that is. opportunity. It's just a stop in Mexico, like a, you know, the coast. You've bought me, brought me back a Mistretta. There were some fun cars down there. Also, did you do this? No. Do's offspring did that. Potentially. Um, yeah, there, there were some fun cars down there. We rode around in a tour bus that was a manual because everything's manual outside was of the US. like this? No, he was like, <laughs> it was in Honduras. So it was, mm. I mean, just very, just like, chuck it. All the buses were Toyotas or Hyundais. So that was kind of cool. Um, I'm trying to think if I saw, oh yeah, I drove a Polaris uh, Razor okay. mm-hmm. side by side. Yeah. And it actually worked out kind of nicely because Alyssa and I did this side by side thing because we wanted to go snorkeling and it was the only tour that was left to go snorkeling was you had to like drive the side-by-sides around for a bit and then go snorkeling afterward and they were four seaters and ah. so you had to share with someone and the whole setup was like they'd drive part way out through the woods or whatever and then you're supposed to switch so that people got an opportunity to all drive and fortunately i got we got paired up with these two women who were like with the rest of their family and they had zero interest in driving. So they were like, you can drive the whole time. And I was like, thank goodness. Cause the only vehicle, I think the only vehicle that I've ever been crashed in is as a, a side by side is a Polaris. I was just going to say side by side. Yeah. How many people flip these things? I mean, it's got to happen every single time people flip them over. We weren't driving spiritedly. Okay. It was fairly controlled. Mm. And yeah. also there were the yeah. four seaters, yeah. but yes, the two seater that I was in was being flogged when it got rolled. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying, consider the easy. type of personnel that Would, come to Mexico mm-hmm. bit drunk. Get in a side-by-side. Well, they do say you're not supposed to drive it. if you Do they drinking. test you? Okay. There's no breathalyzer. Mm-hmm. You get in the side-by-side, and you say it's in a controlled environment, but they're going to see a pathway mm-hmm. or a, a bank, right? Go or, up on it, flip. Yes. Guaranteed. I guarantee it happens every day. People flip them over. Uh, the roof was removed from one of the ones that probably because it flipped down the road. so many times. No, it. Ha- oh yeah, I was gonna say it flew off while they were driving. Oh, probably because it's flipped so many times <laughs> that it wasn't held on very well. Uh, another one of them simply stopped working as we were putzing along. <laughs> I think it was overheating because we were going kind of slow and it was like 85, 90 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, so that was an interesting experience. Uh, those ones I believe are CVT and they were not as nice to drive as the Hondas. So where are the Hondas? Dual clutch. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Sequential. Yeah. We need it. Do we go through Lynn to get those? No, we go through Colin, I believe. So Colin, um, we'd like some side by side soon. Please. Yeah, those are fun, and they've gotten a lot of views. The Talon on on Winding Road and stuff. Yeah. Um. Other than that, Alyssa and I ate way too much food, which is what you're supposed to do on a cruise. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. Did you get pizza? Yes. The cruise pe- cruise pizza is always good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the food was great. Um, I got a massage that was subpar. Oh no, yeah. you've been a, you've been liking those lately. You mm-hmm. got one in uh, right. Santa Monica. I'm you? a big massage enthusiast. Yeah, yeah. But this lady, it was a 75 minute massage, and at Whoa. what had to have been about minute 50, 
she started doing like a head massage, but it wasn't like a real good like taking it. It was kind of just a lazy like sort of move her finger around every yeah. 30 seconds or so and did that for the rest of the massage. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, should I say something? Should I be like, is there going to like, can you do my back more or something? Maybe I should have spoken up. But it's one of those things where you're like, I'll give them a little more time. Maybe this is part of their like what they're told to do, like their repertoire. But I think she just got lazy. So that was unfortunate. Yeah. Were the first 50 minutes good? Yeah, they're decent. They're okay. Not I as mean, good as the one you got in Santa Monica? Correct. No, the, the Santa Monica, I, I actually, I should look up the massage place of the one in Santa Monica because she was genuinely, she like works for herself. Like oh, did okay. it out of her. So she home. has a reason to like. Yeah, care. to get to get the shout out. So any any of you who are looking to receive a massage in. Uh, you live in Cal in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Let's do. Um, what is her? What was her name? It was. This it just what you need. Yes, it's called just what you need, but K N E E. Oh. E-A-D. That's clever. I yeah. like that. Uh, her name was Liz. Liz Angels. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was very good. Very Thanks, good. Liz. Good massage. Yep. And I think because her overhead's a little low, the prices were very reasonable. Um, but yeah, anything else with the cruise? Um, met my buddy Pat and Courtney on the uh, on the cruise. That was fun. Um, yeah. It's nice to be warm. It was it was a, a good eight days of walking outside and just eight days. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a long time. Did you did it get kind of old on day six, day seven, day eight? It wasn't old, but there was that feeling of like, man, I need to get back to reality, sort of thing of just like stuff needs to get done. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Did you get any work done while you were on the ship? No, I intentionally did like very little. It's nothing. There was like the little bit of messaging you and messaging Chris, and like sending one or two of like the most important emails. But other than that, I tried to, tried to not, not do anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, this podcast is not sponsored by Royal Caribbean, but yeah, you know, I'm still just, I, I endorsed. Disappointed. You didn't uh, do a sound system test on the cruise ship on the, on the boat. Yeah. Yeah. The speakers weren't half bad. Amos and I were joking about that. We're like, Charlie's going to have on DM sound <laughs> real Caribbean sound system <laughs> test from the deck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, numbers only. Yeah, for yeah, members only, right? Yep. Uh, so we already covered the cars that we drove last week. Well, two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Point. Well, this week, well, I was dry. I drove a couple cars this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Let's do so, let's do the Mercedes first. So I lived with the twenty two Mercedes C three hundred four Matic. Uh, way better than I thought it was going to be. I always had this weird misconception that the C class wasn't a very nice car. And just due to like ignorance of never really being in a C class. Well, it's partially ignorance, but also the society has a bad. They they do that. They they there's like a saying I heard once like, uh, oh I can't remember cheap like cheap class C class is cheap class or something like that. Yeah. That like it's just so it's not just you. People kind of try to perpetuate but, um, that stigma, actually, which is weird because it doesn't happen with the A4 and it doesn't happen with, with the three the series. Three series, yeah. I think it's because Mercedes is more of a luxury, like they come off as more of a luxury brand yeah, than Audi and BMW. Americans forget that in Europe, they build plenty of just pedestrian sort of well, cars. Well, so does BMW and, and Audi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, not Audi so much, but the other. I mean, uh, Audi does have the A2 yeah. and A1 and yeah. everything. A3. Yeah. Q1. They have a Q1 as well. But, but Audi, Volt, the Vag Group also has Volkswagen that they can do that yeah, with. Right, Whereas right, Mercedes right. and BMW, that is their brand. That's so their they brand. still have to, yeah. Well, BMW has many. They do have that now. Mm -hmm. And Mercedes used to have Smart, but uh, well, actually, they probably still they probably do still in, do in, in Europe. Europe. We're getting out. We're 
This is what always happens. Are you saying that off on a tan- we're getting tangent. off on tangents? I was yeah. going to say, that's kind of, that's what they come here for. Anyways, though, yeah, the C300 was a really nice car. Baby S class. It's everything that you'd want in that segment. I can't think of anything that I would have added to that car for the price. It's a good point. Yeah. Because you got heated, cooled seats, good ambient lighted, heated steering. Yeah. Would you pay an extra $200 to be able to separate your heated seat from your heated steering wheel? Yes, I would. And I'd like a switch for that because I do often drive around with the heated seat off and the heated steering wheel on. Sure. So, I don't know. There, there could be a way somewhere deep to do it and yeah you're gonna get roasted in the comments yeah saying you're so you should have done your research first what kind of your reviewer are well, you to have not figured that out before you shot this video very poor yeah well <laughs> thank you well we'll have to see i did film a review on the car for the tofer mm. um so we'll have to see if i get any bad comments on that on that yeah. video but it was it was a nice car. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't actually spend as much time driving it as I wanted to. On Monday, when it arrived, it was kind of later in the day. I drove it a little bit that night. We I went and ran some errands. Um, but then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I was out in San Diego, California, driving the new Lexus RZ, which I cannot talk about yet. Yeah, when is the embargo lift? March thirteenth. So, Dude, wait, I thought I thought we'd have another car to talk about. Yeah, so can't talk about the RZ. I can tell you that I drove it, but I, I can't really say anything about it but then i came back you on, can comment on i can talk about the looks and yeah, things. yeah. okay so we'll, and you we'll, can we'll talk say, about that in a right, second we'll talk about, all right so anyways i got back uh thursday night didn't do any driving because i was tired i actually got home walked in the door and went straight to bed and slept for 12 hours after wow. my after that's what my, i need to do man. yeah it was I good am. you'll need to do that tonight yeah. and then friday we had the biggest snowstorm we've had so far this winter we got like 10 inches of snow. The roads were horrible. And I had a concert that night. I went to a concert with Matthew. Who'd you see? Uh, Bayside. Bayside. Heard of Bayside. They're like a rock group from the early 2000s. Huh. Matthew's a big fan. It was cool. He, he like, got us like, like rock the, level of like Nickelback or like Three Doors Down or is it like a little definitely not nickel, lighter? Not like, it's not like Nickelback. Okay. Um, well, well, you can... Viewers, do your homework and go listen to Bayside. Charlie, you can listen to them afterwards. I was hoping you'd give me a little, you know, sing some of the songs that, that you've yeah, I don't think that'd give you a great impression. And actually, I cannot sing any of the songs because I don't know any of their songs. I just okay. went, I, I was, I was, um, went with Matthew because he invited me and treated. Sure. So it was, it was awesome. Where was, was it? Uh, St. Andrew's Hall. Oh. They put on a great show. Okay. They were, they were really good. Uh, okay. So then that was Friday. Matthew's Tesla did a great job driving home in the snow yeah there was like Lunch a foot of snow on the road and it just plowed right through it well i'm glad he got new tires he did yeah he's yeah he's got some nice i don't know what brand they are but they're pretty good all season tires not so not sponsored so fuck them. yeah right so my only real two days of driving this c-class were saturday and sunday and i think this is the least i've driven a car which is unfortunate i i had used by saturday i had only used an eighth of a tank of gas the whole Whoa. week because I, I was gone yeah. and then i didn't drive it friday so mm-hmm. it's like so I, I drove it around Saturday night. I went out and I just drove because I, I knew that I had to review it for the Topher. So I wanted to be thorough and know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I just went out and like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I went out and just drove it around Saturday night and went and got some bubble tea and just soaked mm. in all the ambient lighting. And it was nice. Emily was at work. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll just go for a drive and sure. listen to the 15 speaker Burmester, which is pretty good. You're going to you you're going to be reviewing that, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Unless they yeah, come unless and they steal come the, car the car away. So, uh, TBD on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, overall, good car. It's perfect for what it, it, it it's exactly what it should be. It still feels like a Mercedes. The steering is very light. Um, all of the interior materials feel very nice. You can option on real leather, but I'm sure the, M, the MB Tex is fine if you just want to have a, a free interior option. What? I'm going to let you finish. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much am finished. That's that's the that's the C class good car. The C class is great. Yeah, it was great. It, I don't think I'd change anything. I even got used to the stupid volume controls. Hmm. Okay, no dear, I'm nervous. Uh, well, speaking of Matthew, we know that the listeners of the podcast are Matthew enthusiasts, and you this may not be new information to you, but uh, you can read that top message. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew is now a having a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that a couple yeah. days ago. Good for him. Yeah, clap, clap. Uh, uh, sound, see, sound. We thing. need the soundboard. Yeah, we, we really, really need the soundboard. Well, at some point here, I also I'm happy that you did that. Oh, or not yeah, not welcome. not that you did it, but like that you kind <laughs> that of helped and helped yeah, facilitate. Uh, facilitate. That. Yeah, that's oh, yep, that's yep. that's great. Yes. Uh, at some point here, now that we have a decent amount of listeners to the Daily Motor Podcast, thank you all. I would like in 2023 to acquire a dedicated podcasting sound like the ah. mini deck sort of deal that has a few buttons for those hotkeys and stuff and maybe two microphones that don't do this my microphone are, is great yeah the, your microphone is actually terrible but it, no it's not it works be nice to it uh, i want to get us two nicer condenser mics and, and a little can bit we get of headphones a, too do you want that yeah okay yeah sure we can do that because then I can hear I can hear myself, and if I'm going over here, that is a good like point. This, yeah, it I can, might, it might I can make sure that I'm actually that. talking into the mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, those are those are plans, you know, kind of mid level plans for DM 2023. All right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, clapping emojis, clapping uh, soundboard, and So we can talk a little bit about the Lexus RZ if you're ready for that. Yeah, I'm a bit confused because. You've you've been going back and forth on this information, and I understand that it's not entirely your fault. But first, I was told their car was getting a yoke. Then I was told they're not doing a yoke for like six months. And then you sent a message saying they're gonna have a yoke car, but I won't get to drive it. And then I saw a photo from either you or someone else of the yoke. I drove so it. So what? I drove is, it. You drove the yoke. I, I did. Okay. Yeah. You so, can't say anything about think can, how it drives. I don't think I can. Can you comment on how the yoke feels when the car is static? Yeah, I think so. Because that's not a driving impression. I think I can. Uh, so, well, let me start out by saying that the yoke is not yet available. If you order okay. an RZ, you cannot yet get the yoke. And that's because they don't know how much they're going to charge for it yet. Okay. Um, also, I don't know if you'll be able to get it in the 23 model year. Mm. Because they're still saying they're about six months out-ish before you can actually get it. So it's going to be an optional extra. To preface, the Lexus RZ comes with just a regular steering wheel. Um, I was about to comment on the steering fill, but I'm not going to. Uh, so it, it, comes with a, well, it comes with a regular steering wheel, and you'll be able to option on this. They don't, they, they don't call it a yoke. It's called steer-by-wire. Well, steer-by-wire is the same thing that Infinity had a decade ago. Yes, however... Infinity had, however, <laughs> however, Infinity's a Nissan product, and this is a Toyota, <laughs> so it'll be much better. Well, and this isn't a driving impression. Infinity had a physical backup, which they, I thought they had to. Lexus does not. So, okay, there is so no, no physical connection between and that's legal, the yoke and the wheels. Well, yeah. it must be because I'm sure Tesla has that too. 
potentially. Yeah. There's no physical. There, there are there are a lot of backups, a lot of backup batteries to kind of save you if something goes wrong. Hmm. Um, but there's no physical connection between the wheels and the steering wheel. And it's it's okay, it's okay to to call it a yoke at this time. They said they're going to have their own special name Brand, for what yeah. they're going to call. But Lexus like, I, and I, I was I was talking I was talking to the dynamic steering. Well, no, it, it's called steer by wire, okay. but. I was like, but I was, that's what that's that's not like their brand name for it. That's just the objective what it is. I feel like it's called that. Like, like they could call it name. that. I think that's what I'm it's just called. saying. You can't like copyright that phrase because steer by wire. That'd be like copywriting the phrase bandage. Like a bandage is a bandage. You can say band aid can be like a yeah. Brand name, but steer by wire is just what it is. Check the Monroney. But yeah, you, Lexus could call it that. I'm not saying they can't. Yeah, no, there's no there's no like trademark thing. Yeah. But I they're they are they are so I believe going to call it steer by wire. They might change okay. it. I mean I don't know. This the whole steer by wire thing, I'm I'm very happy that they had a, a, a couple of cars there for us to experience, but you can definitely sure. you can tell that it's not like they're not ready to um, release it. Um, but it, but it, it did. I did drive it, and it did feel finished. Ooh, am I allowed to say that? Um, <laughs> when you were sitting in it statically, it, it felt, felt finished. finished. <laughs> I would like to know if you're if you're a car engineer, let us know in the comments. Do you think it would be? And I'm asking you this, Chris. Mm. Incredibly frustrating or incredibly like satisfyingly challenging if you were a car designer engineer thing, and you're used to working on like. How do we make this car more fuel efficient? How do we make it dry better and everything? And then your superiors come to you and the CEOs or whatever, and they're like, you know the thing that cars have always had to steer? Yeah. Make something different. Yeah. I I because I could see one of two things. I could see the engineer being like, Why do we have to spend months upon months designing this first the physical part and then designing the the coding to to decide how quickly the steering wheel should ramp up speed yeah. and how it should work and stuff versus just a wheel yeah. that every other car has. But I also want, I, from the positive side of me, I want to point out that maybe engineers, some engineers would actually revel in that opportunity to be like, how can we make this better? How can we change things? How can we try to reinvent the wheel, if you will? Because they are literally reinventing, reinventing the wheel. wheel. Uh, the way that it was explained to me is that this steer by wire system is debuting is the word that they used in the RZ and you'll want to look for it in future Lexus models. But so now what do you and I, I'm sure there's a way to answer this without actually using any driving impressions specifically from the RZ. But from a conceptual standpoint, what is there to gain by having a yoke style, a steer by wire yoke style, is it that your hands don't have to do as Never much have to moving? Never move your hands. Because they can always Never move your hands. And I, and I think I can say this too. You only have 150 degrees of steering angle. Yeah, that's objective. So you never, you never have to move your hands. Sure. You can you can do a U-turn uh -huh. and you don't have to use your hands. Or you don't, you don't have to use, you have to use your hands. You don't have to move your hands. Yeah. And we could attest to this more if either of us had driven a Model S or Model X with the yeah, and I, we haven't. with those you have to go hand over hand still, don't you? I, I do think so. Yeah, so with extent. the Lexus you don't. So okay. it, it makes more sense in that mm -hmm. respect. It is interesting because oftentimes I don't drive with both hands, and I know you can't tell me yet if if the Lexus can you can do that. But I'm curious yeah. when you tell us on next week next week's podcast. I'll be curious if you can just kind of have one hand on the wheel and drive. I imagine you probably can because it's probably decently light, and you can just kind of like. You know, duh, duh, duh. but it'll be. I mean, do you like sneeze and all of a sudden the car like jerks itself? I maybe maybe not because they can probably filter out drastic movements. 
But then when does a car feel like it's just driving for you? And I don't know. It'll be interesting. I can also see how if they're moving towards self-driving, a yoke that isn't intended to go more than one way around could be a safety thing because then yeah. if the car is doing the driving, it's not yanking this wheel in front of you. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it looks interesting. I don't know how I care about the, the, car. T- the two-tone paint. Yeah, well, that's that's an option, which is nice. You don't have to have the Is it like tone. BMW where it's $10,000 for the <laughs> I think it's more. Isn't it like twelve grand on the BMW? I think so, or yeah. Something? Uh, no, I don't think it's that much. I think it's, it's. Well, I can tell you, I think I have a photo of Oh, of by the way, my buddy John pointed out, this is an elk. Oh, okay. Thanks, John. Uh, 1200 bucks. 1200 1200 Quite a bit more reasonable than 12000 BMW. Yeah. Did they release pricing? I think they did. For the Lexus? Yeah. I don't know. I've been on a cruise. Okay. Well, we'll just, we'll just be vague about the Lexus. And if you want to see a review, I'll have one on the Topher. It looks like a Toyota BZ4X. Or yes. sorry, a however, BZ4X. However, Charlie, it has the same wheelbase as the RX, and it has most of the same dimensions as the RX, except the hood is lower and more sloping, and the back is a little bit more coupe-like, but you get two inches more headroom inside than you do in the Lexus RX. Mm. So, I mean, it... Yeah. I would rather yeah. have the Volvo. <laughs> I was going to say. The EX90. How do you know you haven't driven it? True. Also, the EX90 is probably going to be much more expensive. Yes. But I'd rather have it just because I... Did you see those cool like dynamic headlights that it has? It the like... Lexus? Yeah. No, no, no. The, the Volvo. Volvo. No. It like... It's almost like a modernized pop-up, except it all happens inside the actual headlight housing. Hmm. You have your DRLs, and the DRLs move and pop back, and the actual headlight pops forwards Ooh. for the headlights. So you don't you don't have to have a bigger. You can still have a pretty small headlight mm. to run your DRLs, and then it flips for the headlight. That's certainly a Pretty reason neat. I'd rather have that, and that's also a reason why that car will only be worth two thousand dollars. <laughs> that's years. right. Well, because the one will not work. Wise words. So you'll go to turn your headlights on, and one will be the DRL, and right. the exactly. other. Or it'll be partway. It'll like break halfway. It'll break, so it'll be yeah. like they're both broken. Wise words of the Topher. At some point, every Volvo will be worth two grand. Mm-hmm. That's sad but true. <laughs> it's sad but true. Yep. Cool. Well, tune in next week to hear more about what Chris has to say about the Lexus RZ. I am suspecting that you will have enjoyed driving it, but wouldn't purchase one. And you can't answer that question yet, but I think that's about where we'll be. Uh, okay. Because I know that you were quite a fan of the GV60. And the GV60 is quite a bit smaller, but I know you you never intend on having yeah. any more than one human in your car or two total. Yeah, right. So you'd probably just take the GV60. Um, cool. This week at Daily Motor HQ, we are driving at least three cars. Why? Because I'm going on a trip. Oh, that's right. Although it's not technically at the end. And you're going on another trip next week too, aren't you? No. The week after? When's Prius Prime? Three weeks. Oh, okay. Yep. First off, we have the 2023 Honda Pilot Trail Sport. Yeah. Very predictable. It's almost as if they took the Civic and the Cord and made it into a 3 Put them in a blender, poured it into a pilot size mold, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah. I think it looks much better than the previous gen pilot. Yes. I think it Yeah, it's it's more it's more like sure. Yeah. Yep. I think it's still a bit 
soft compared to soft. 15 year old ago pilots but compared to the previous gen pilot i think it's pretty yeah, it's, comparable it's soft compared to a car that was made 15 years ago <laughs> seriously i mean the, the first yeah. gen first and second gen pilots were like beefy boys well yeah now you now you get the passport if you want that yeah the, 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 the passport, the passport is basically like the old pilot yeah you're right that is more yeah more so and then the, the new pilot is a bigger version of that and the new pilots for if you can't stand steering. to see yourself driving a minivan so if you're insecure yeah, and have three plus kids you get the pilot if you do if want a minivan secure in honda, yourself, honda does you offer quite a nice a Ooh. sporty minivan when they redesign the odyssey based on this like architecture and the and the design and everything's gonna look really yeah good. it's gonna be good that's like the last one to go right because they've done the civic they've done the accord they've done the crv they've done the pilot so now they've just got to do HRV. passport oh, and they've done the hrv so now just odyssey and passport are those the only two left i believe so yeah because they killed the fit yeah sad rip fit yeah, you could bring it on an S two thousand with like oh the uh, um, Ridgeline. Oh yeah, Ridgeline. The old fridge. We'll have to go to yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Or we'll have Which, to be Ridgeline's last a long time, so it'll probably be the last one to get. And Passport will go at the same time probably because they'll look the same. Yeah, but so does the Odyssey. So I think Passport. I think Passport will come out That's first, true. and then Odyssey, and then Ridgeline. Okay. Yeah. Yep. The new pilot is well laid out inside. There is a bit of a large gaping nothingness in between the second row seats we think that maybe you know this would be a good opportunity for us to research this chris let's go us doing research come on charles <laughs> on Honda. oh the most dislikes uh best car sound systems ranked which makes sense because that's gotten 300 no almost 400,000 views but then civic car court and super outback wilderness fourth third titan what's the percentage though does it say Oh yeah, there we go. There's there's our percentages. Here we go. All right, like dislike percentage for the Civic Car Court seventy six percent. That's pretty poor. Titan seventy seven, Subaru Outback Wilderness fifty three. Fifty three for the review? No, for the MPG, MPG test. What does the review have? Review. I hope it's better than the MPG. It's had many fewer views, so it's way down here somewhere. Okay. Right here, DM test drive sixty. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was slightly less negative than you. Yes. Wow, Polestar 2 versus Tesla Model Y is at 70. I was not impressed by the Polestar. And a, a people, lot of people, people love that car. Yeah, a lot of people get angry. A lot that. of people were actually at this um, Lexus trip. A lot of people were talking about the Polestar and talking it up. And I was like, I can't really weigh in because I spent like two days with one two years ago. And I don't sure. remember anything about it. Okay. Ooh, what is this 70 percenter? Subaru Ascent. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Isn't that car dreadful? It is. <laughs> You're correct. It won worst car of the year in 2020. <laughs> Honda. Elot. 2023 Honda Pilot. I like how simple Honda names are. It's just the Honda Pilot. It kind of matches the rest of the car. <laughs> Escape the asphalt. Asphalt. I like that rear window design. It's kind of neat looking. Yeah. That's it. I think it's a handsome car, and it's, it looks a little more stubby now in this new. Wow, it starts at 40K. I hope they Honda's don't make it. been getting... Oh, you know what? The CRV's cheaper now because there's a lower trim just introduced. Okay. CRV got cheaper, and the Civic. The Civic has the hubcap trim back also. Oh, good. They got rid of it for a second, but it's back. Yeah. I don't think they should even offer a pilot without all-wheel drive. That's, I feel like they only do that so that... Well, that's so you can get looks... the base model in Florida, and so Hertz can buy 50,000 of them. Let's look at all the trims. Sport starts at forty grand. 
Go to oh. the elite and look uh, at the interior. Ah, yeah. See, so trail sport's a third wrong trim. So in the touring, you start getting the bows. So there you go. There's your bow sound system and your navigation. Why didn't you ask for a touring? Because uh, I didn't ask for anything. I asked for an car, and this is what showed up. I asked for an car that wasn't a Miata. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you were there we're... for that. <laughs> I told Joe to give you a Supra. <laughs> yeah. Bose premium sound system. Here we go. Stowable second row center seat. That's what you start getting in the pilot touring. Gotcha. So I think the trail sport, they just wanted to make the rear as rugged as possible. I bet that Bose system is pretty decent. I bet it is too. How do you think the base system is? Dreadful. You, you think it's a D? I think it's D for dreadful. <laughs> I think it's a D for damn. I wish I would have paid more and gotten the Bose. <laughs> Can you get a Bose in the trail sport? No. Honda never does options. That's true. Yeah. It's literally just pick a color, pick a trim, which I kind of like because then if you're buying it used, you know exactly what's on your you know car. You know what's on it, yeah. Yeah. Build and price trail sport. Do you have horsepower? Pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, here's your colors. Red. Oh, we don't have that. We don't have the cool, the cooler blue. We have like the gray blue. Yeah, we have the grayish blue. And all the colors cost specifically $455. Only one interior color option and one wheel option. Second row captain's chairs, your only package. Oh, wait, what's... Honda does like accessories, though. Honda, yes, like... they put it all in accessories. They love accessories. Yep. Yeah, well... That's you know. a big... You can big get thing. tent. I obtained, allegedly, I allegedly, allegedly, obtained many... Um, <laughs> Honda accessories? Uh, no, no. no. I, I obtained what was taken off when the Honda accessory was put on. Oh, I see. Which is probably fine, but... Did those make their way made, onto eBay? I made a lot of money selling that stuff. <laughs> well, it's like you're getting tipped, you know? Yeah, yeah. which I needed, needed. from mm -hmm. that job. Yeah. I made... Allegedly. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this off camera. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Members Anyways. Only. Yeah. Yeah, so I think the pilot will be decent. I think it... I don't think the trail sport will make it as fun of a vehicle as the passport trail sport because we quite like the passport trail sport because it feels like, a, oh, you can chuck this thing around. This is fun. You don't get that feeling from the pilot. Even though this is the trail sport version, yeah. it feels large. It, that's okay. There's I nothing like, about it that feels like, oh, I'm going to go do sporty stuff. No, that's well, as it should. I like big SUVs that feel like big SUVs, and I like the light steering in this pilot. Yes, the steering is very light. That's true. Brake feels nice. Everything is a very approachable, soft feel to the car yeah so that's kind of cool the other car we have at dmhq this week is another three-row vehicle it is the bmw x7 charlie we ought to do a comparison that'd be hilarious if we had a just chill no week context. this week just yeah <laughs> we're out here comparing the 2023 bmw x7 m60i yeah. to this 2023 honda pilot trail sport the prices are a bit different yeah that would be funny. It would piss a lot of people off because yeah. people wouldn't. People just just start doing reviews to intentionally make people. We mad. should. I was thinking about this earlier, and I was laughing to myself. We should do a comparo on our two cars every week. Just like, mm -hmm. uh, what did we have? I've thought about that. Like, yeah, um, like what's in the driveway? Kia Nero versus Jaguar F Type. Yeah, <laughs> like just like random. It shit. would start getting some views, and yeah, I mean, we could kind of make a thing out of that, like. Because we we really have to dig down and to find similarities and differences. Yeah, and I, I from a, I just think it would be funny and people yeah. it would piss people off and it, 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 we'd get views for it. From an entertainment standpoint, I would appreciate hearing like which one we'd rather have if like we had to be stuck with one for a year. 
Because like you just said, Kia Nero versus Jaguar F-Type R. Mm -hmm. I bet you think I would think pick the Nero, but I would take the Jag. I'd take the Jag as well. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't take the Nero? That's very no. strange. Mm -mm. What about all of the money you'd have to spend putting petrol in it, though? Charlie? There are very few cars that I would be willing to do that for, and the Jaguar is one of them. Wow. I mean, that That's motor big. is just... Yeah, that car it, is just great. Every time driving it around, just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just so cool. And and it's worth... It's bah, worth fart. Bah, fart. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's quite nice. So, yeah, the X7 is... Frozen San Marino blue. I yeah, think. it's quite a pretty car. Which individual color, pretty neat. I adore the X7. I do too. The X7 is the it's the most athletic three row SUV that I've ever driven, and that was confirmed when we were at Test Fest last year, oh. and we were driving the uh, individual Verde Hermes um, X7, and it just it. It hustled and it kept up with the M340i and it was actually yeah. walking away from the M340i. <laughs> and I, I have a video up on, on Topher Drives of me and the M340i, Charlie's in front of me in that green X7. And, I'm and he just he's just walks away from the M340i. We're both at full tilt. <laughs> and it's 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 the coolest thing. Yeah, the, the X that X7 is it's it's you can you can see where BMW's putting their money. Oh yes. When I you wish get into I... an X car. I wish I could do a good German accent because 100% 10 years ago, the BMW executives came to their designers and engineers and said, forget the sedans, yeah. crossovers. Yeah. And the X cars, especially the five and the seven, but also the three and the one, and the one have yeah, been one's very, really nice. very good. And they're, they're good to drive. The, what I like about the BMW X cars compared to other crossovers in the segment are... They split the balance exactly how I would want between a driver's car and a, and a luxury daily driver. Mm -hmm. Because the Porsches are too drivery, the Mercedes are too daily. I want to write the splits middle. it, yeah. Yeah. And the only one that was actually kind of close was that SQ7. The Audi. I thought that was a good, yeah. That yeah, was I thought that was split. a good blend, too. It was yeah, the, X, a bit the SQ7 was nice. Mm. Yeah, well, Audis are always boring. Yeah, and so you get the Audi yeah, if you're just more I, boring. If sometimes you're, that's if you're okay a bit though. of a Yahoo, you yeah, get yeah. the BMW, and if you're a bit of a classy person, you get the Audi. I think your extended friend, however you want to label him as, Tori, should get an mm, X7. Tori. I think you should. I've told him to get an X7. I'll I'll FaceTime him with this. This one, yeah, because this is a great. We could even he could buy. He probably just leases new, but he could buy one of the pressers if you wanted. Does BMW do that? We should get him to get this one, the yeah. matte blue. Mm -hmm. He always gets black cars. Well, though. maybe we'll get him the Verde Hermes. It's a dark enough color. No, it's yeah. not. It's bright ass green. Not as bright as like the Stelvio. Well, green, that's though. true. But, but yeah, it's, it's pretty It's, green. it's pretty it's obnoxious. Like a, yeah, it's yeah. Like a dark forest green. You know, the Honda Pi Passport used to come in a nice dark green. I don't yes, think it, it still did. does. Car driver's long-termer was... Like, yeah, was great. Honda had that. They had that on a lot of cars. Didn't they have that on the Pilot and the Ridgeline too, or no? No, I don't think so. It didn't come on the Pilot? Might have come on the pilot, but I don't think it came on the Ridgeline. Okay. Well, anyways. Yeah. The X7 is like if you... Here's the difference between the X5 and the X7. First of all, the X7 now looks really cool because it's ugly, but it's better because of that now with the facelift. But the X7 is for if you want an X5, but you actually have to use your third row once a week. If you're going to use your third row more than once a week, you get the X7. If you simply just use the third row once a month, you can get the X5. Okay. Does that makes sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the the facelift, the the LCI? On I, the like X7? I like it. I like it. Like I just said, I think design. it's uglier now, but it's cooler. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because the X5 is more attractive. Like, arguably speaking, they're, they're both next to each other. And you go, like, what's the more beautiful yeah, car? The X5, the X5 is, is, is very pretty. I want to drive the new X5M. You just want your face I've never off driven every, an X- like Well, I have driven an X5M, but it, it's been a while. It's been quite a while. Is Dane's... Was Dane's car an X5M? No, it's not. He just still has it. He, he still has it? Yeah, it sits in the street in front of his house. Okay. I don't get it either. I don't series. get it either. He drives the E46. He has a beautiful... It's winter, so he can't drive his Miata, but yeah. he's got a really nice Miata. He's got an X5 that still runs and drives fine. It just has every warning light on. Mm-hmm. And he drives the E46 that I sold him, so... Yeah. Yeah, we actually haven't driven this specific X7 yet because it hasn't showed up yet, which is good because I still need to film some on the Mercedes after this, but... I think it's going to be quite good. Mm-hmm. I no clue how much it costs. I think it's about $120,000. So. Well, I think it's uh, one twenty-two. I looked at yeah. the Monroni last okay. night. Yep, yep, yep. Because yeah. I sent it over to you. Yep. yep. Thank you for that. And thank you for looking at it. Mm-hmm. This week, I will also be driving the 2023 GMC Hummer EV SUV. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of acronyms I'm there. I'm curious, are you gonna are you uh, publicizing what outlet you're going for or do you not want to do that? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I will be shooting for miles per hour. Yeah. yeah I'm I'm more. I'm excited to see it. I'm curious how you're gonna kinda like Well this is gonna be the do start. That. <clears throat> okay. Hey guys, I have the key to this 2023 <laughs> GMC yes. Hummer E V SUV. <laughs> And you may notice that I am not Miles, and that is because Miles is having a baby this week. Or rather, Christina is. That's right. So I am Charlie, and I will be substituting in for him for this video. Substitute Miles, baby. Yep. That's sweet. Yeah. I so, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be excited to, to watch that video. I will be curious how his audience will react, too. Yeah. Because I don't. I, uh, I, I, I think sure they'll, they'll be, be fine good, with it. Yeah. yeah. Because we have a similar, like, general vibe and demeanor yeah and he also um has a guy doing his night drives right now and there's no way that they're gonna like the night drive guy better than you sure sure uh, so like sorry night drive guy oh yeah sorry um yeah that uh that'll be fun that'll be interesting and i will squeeze in some dm content as well but sound system test maybe i don't know what what would do better because i already have a sound system test on the on the hummer truck did it do well I think it's done fine. Okay, so you might just do like a, a quick drive. I think I'll do a quick drive or something like that, yeah. I'm concerned about how this press event will go because I think it's mostly off-roading. Like there's going to be like an off-road drive park and stuff. And I'm just nervous with the amount of time with the vehicle and stuff. So obviously I'm going to prioritize Miles' content. And I just don't know, especially if we have to like share or anything like that. I'm going to be tired and stuff. So yeah. we'll just we'll just have to see. We'll see. Yeah, sharing is, um, and this this is never anything against the person you share with. It's yeah. just like sometimes it just really overcomplicates things, and I, I really wish that the manufacturers would put in the extra effort to mm-hmm. either have more waves to make sure like everyone gets their own car, or just have more have more cars there. Well, no, I figured it out. Each video journalist should be paired with a with a writing journalist. Yeah, because because the exactly. writing journalist only has to drive for five minutes. Yeah, and then they can go home and write about it and be done. But the and then the video person needs to be go. So really, you'd think it should be two video people together, but it shouldn't. It should be a, a video yeah. and a writing. Yeah. But anyways, I got to hang out with Kirk. I, I was going to ask yeah. you how yeah, yeah. how how was Kirk? As he's great, a cool dude, isn't he's he? He's great. Yeah, 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 very nice guy. Yeah, a lot of children. Didn't yes, realize he that. is a having children. He's a, having children enthusiast. He's also a having a Prius enthusiast. Yes, he has two Priuses. Really, I only heard he, about one. He, well, he has a new one on order. 
Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's specifically a having um, little women enthusiast. Or are they all girls? He I didn't ask. Four girls and a wife who's produced the four girls. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, it was. He's very, he's very much like you. I can see why you guys are friends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good dude. Uh, good guy to. He, he, you guys probably broke up your filming decently well as well, right? So I he actually. He had to do a static. Yeah, so he actually, he actually spent all of our time together was him filming. Oh. And then I went off in the afternoon by myself and hmm. took a, there was extra cars sitting there from the writing journalists that went out and drove for five minutes, came back and ditched their cars. <laughs> um, so I just grabbed one of those and went out and did my uh, Topher video by myself. And I, I filmed for the Topher for like three hours because I had, no, it was probably wasn't three. It was like two hours because I had to go out, get reacquainted, do my walk around, go do the drive. Then I had to come back, hop in the drive by what or steer by wire car, go mm-hmm. out and and film that for an insert in my in my one video. And you I had am, to have your uh, ground clearance specs and your breakover and approach oh, angles of course, all yeah. done. I am like so glad that I shot for Winding Road day before because I don't think that I would have had time. Good to to shoot. I'm, I'm glad that was a very and, pro move for you to go out. Yeah, get a little earlier. Thank and you. Get and done. unfortunately, I had, there was no time to shoot a, sure, a DM video, mm-hmm. which I'm sad about because I wanted to hit all three. But well, we need to start I, um, getting our own invites. I, exactly. Yeah, because if you would have, well, you would have been on a ship anyway so you couldn't have gone but yeah, we need a substitute charlie we need a substitute i am substitute charlie yeah. and i'm substitute tover well anyway. you're also yourself so you're this, and I'm you, myself. Did a, you did a good job but this. i was i was so exhausted after that well like i said i got home and i slept for 12 hours sure, i was sure. just like going 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 that w- day it was, was chaos was mr ken panton around there to oh, of put course the car in a static place and then take a, a slow mm-hmm. pan video of it and put a caption of saying like shall I'm we all begin about this yeah. Shall we begin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was there. Who yeah. else? Uh, Omar was there. It's cool to hang out with him. Uh, Omar drives. I don't know. If yeah. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who else? Sofian? Did not see Sofian. Oh, uh, uh, Brian? Yes. Brian was there. Oh, what's his name? Roman's son from. Oh, yeah. Trevor? No. T- I'm so sorry. I talked to him for There's a little the bit. Tea, and right? I forgot his name. Yeah, TFL. TFL guy. Cool guy. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that was the, the Sounds extent like it was a good of event. people that I knew. It was. Yeah, it, it was good. And I got enough time in the car, but just enough to mm-hmm. film for Winding Road and Tover. So mm-hmm. uh, Winding Road video will be a round steering wheel car, and that'll go up March 13th, 7 a.m. And I don't know when Chris's video will go up. Probably midday on March 13th, and you'll see driving impressions of the regular car as well as the car with the steer by wire. It'll be slotted in. It'll all be one video. It'll be a long video, but. And you'll be. hear about it right here on the day. Of the and you'll hear podcast. about it here. Um, on Tuesday. On, yeah, next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are those all the things that we're driving this week? Let me think. Uh, Hummer. Yeah, Hummer SUV is going to be just like the truck, but it's going to have a closed thing in the back. Um, and it looks cool. It does look cool. It looks proper Hummer. I hope they offer it in yellow. If they don't offer it in yellow, that would be the dumbest thing they that need GMC to could do. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need to offer it in yellow, and they need to offer it with chrome wheels and a wood steering wheel. GM. How? Here's here's a question for you. What? You know how there's a certain, and I I I do not mean this by like uh, socioeconomic class. Well, maybe a little bit socioeconomic, but nothing to do with race or anything like that. There's a certain type so of scared of what you're gonna say. person in place that you see like 15 year olds like chargers being driven around on like rims and everything. Okay. They're just like around Detroit, like okay. just like 
left on the side of the road or like, you know, doing takedown takeovers or whatever, like those sort of things. How are those type of people going to use Hummers in 15 years? Because they're going to have to have they them won't. charged up. No, they're going to be using the 30-year-old Hummers still. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. As will all normal people that like to have... Because it's one thing... don't want to have electric, deal with electric. You're right. Because if you, say, like live in an apartment or like a trap house or something like that, <sighs> you could at least run an extension cable out Charlie. to charge up something. What? It's true. It's true. You can't take a stolen charger (laughs) down (laughs) to a gas station if it's electric. That's true. Although I suppose you could hit up a DC fast charger. But then if it's stolen, you're sitting there for 40 minutes, like trying to charge it up, like looking around. I suppose they could ditch it at the charger. And then if no one comes and gets it, then they can go back and take it. Mm. So really, once cars are all electric, the federales can just look for stolen vehicles at EV at, chargers. At the charger, at the charging stations, yeah. Well, actually, I do think from many times that I've heard about cars being stolen, they just get joyridden until they either break or run out of gas. Most of the Kias, definitely. Uh, the Chargers and Challengers, people part out quite a bit. Um, Unless so they the crash them just, first. Here's, here's the Daily Motor top tip. If you're driving somewhere where you're worried that your Hummer might get nicked, Drive around with a low enough charge level that they won't be able to get back to their chop shop. Which won't be hard because you can drive a very short distance. Although the Hummer is inefficient in the way that it has a pretty good range, but the battery's massive. It's huge. It's double to triple the size of most other EVs. Right. Even the light. That's great. No, I love that. I love that because Hummers should be like horribly inefficient. That's what people don't understand is the Hummer should be the most ridiculous vehicle on the road. Right. Yeah. And it's still, I mean... Think about the Hummer H1. How did the world not lose its collective mind that that was a vehicle that a pedestrian could go and purchase? Those are worth a lot of money now, too. But they're, they're, yeah, they're worth a ton of money. They were yeah. expensive to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're absolute aircraft carriers on the road. Yep. And yet people get mad now about what? GMC Sierra Denali's? And yet we oh, were somehow right. okay the... with the Hummer H1 Alpha existing? All the people that are triggered on Twitter, this, co- this truck should be illegal. How yeah. dare they? Do you not remember the 2000s? This is like, why well, we just, we need buses. Okay. We need more buses and trains. So then all of those people can get on their buses and trains with their kids that don't look both ways and not get run over by trucks. Sure. They can just stay and, out of and our then way. Don't worry about us. Let us drive our GMC Denali's. Yeah. And, our and if you send your child out without supervising them and they walk in front of the truck they could walk in front of any vehicle and i think what the what their main point was is in a parking lot when you're going from stationary because there's no argument to be made about somebody running out in the road and getting run over they can get run over by any car unless they were arguing pedestrian safety because some pedant pedantists like to argue that like you should be able to be mm, hit by a car at 10 and, miles per hour and, and just kind of fall onto and the fall hood, onto the hood whereas that car would actually just push you into the next county we're going we're segueing here slightly i was talking to a uh, product expert slash guy that knew everything about the history of Lexus ever at the Lexus event. Very cool guy. Um, and he told me that the LC 500 was the, the, the Lexus engineers were so set on making that car basically a one-to-one of the concept. Like they wanted it to be as close to the concept as possible. Um, but when they ran the crash test for pedestrian safety, it failed sure. as it was. So, they kept the design the exact same, but they added little like explosives in the hood 
So if the car detects that you're hitting a pedestrian, the whole hood shifts forward to catch the person. Whoa. That's awesome. So they, so they, they said, we're going to keep this the same as a concept, but we're going to put bombs in the hood so that if you hit a pedestrian, they don't die. Can we ask Lexus if we can crash an, uh, an LLC 500 into a human to test that? We should. That'd be excellent. We should ask them. Maybe yeah. one that's at the end of its fleet. Yeah. Know, like, be like, let's just, you know, under the table, insurance is on the car. Let's maybe. hit a per- Would you want to hit an actual person or a um, mannequin? Well, that depends on how much you feel like being hit. Oh, I'd be the one getting hit. Yeah, certainly. No, no, thank you. I'd I mean, gladly be, hit you, though, if you wanted. If you're going to be hit by any car, wouldn't you want it to be the Lexus I would want LC it to be an LC500, yes, I would. Yeah. You'd be like, I got hit by a car that caught me. Right. Yeah. That's very kind of Lexus. And very badass of them to like do that. <laughs> would I you love... expect anything else from Lexus? No. I love hearing those kind of behind-the-scenes background stories of Yeah, I talked to this cars. guy. Wow, what was his name? Eli, maybe? Oh, he was super cool. Eli, if you're watching and your name's not Eli. <laughs> Sorry. Apologize on him. I'm so bad at names. That's okay. But yeah, he a uh, super cool dude. He knew so so much. He started as a LFA technician, and he went through LFA training, and he's driven mm. multiple LFAs. So he was your best friend immediately. He was. He was very very cool dude. Great mustache as well. Really? Yeah. Was he an older gentleman? No, he was like our age. Did well, he, he had to he had to have been a little older because he was sure. an LFA tech in 2012 <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So he was he's probably in his 30s. While you were trying to drift your probe around the lincoln high school parking <laughs> exactly. lot he was he was working wrenching on, on an precisely LFA. he yeah. told me that through lfa training there was like a 800 page book and they had to go through every page the master tech had to sign off on every single page so at the end you have a book that has like 800 signatures in it basically for all the things that you've done that you've completed on the lfa I love that's the how precise they were with that car and, and training the technicians very cool yeah, so that was cool to learn about all the LFA stuff. And we talked about the Savage Geese documentary. He was very familiar. Um, also, turn he was familiar with with uh, with the Topher as well. So that that was cool, cool to. The Topher should drive an LFA. He, cool. he needs to. Tedward's driven one. Tedward Tedward has like five awesome. videos on. Well, because yeah. his buddy owns one, so each one just it. starts with. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. I know you were quite busy last week, as was I. Um. <clears throat> Oh, all right. Here we go. Co-part. This all happened at 2 a.m., just so you know. That's how dedicated I am. I was laying in bed last night, and I thought, oh, man, I'm going to need to get a couple couple cars going. And I picked one out just for you, actually. Okay. Are awaiting the loading of the co That's a Dacia Duster. Yeah, that's a Dacia Duster. We can buy one of those? No. Give me a number, Chris. Uh, 402-473. Four three. That's a pretty different number than usual. I feel like they've usually started with sixes or sevens. Do they? Uh, maybe this one's been sitting around for a while. Maybe. Probably has been. Oh, it's one of my faves. It's a yeah. 2006 Infiniti M45, which means so, it's a 4.5 liter 4.5 V8. 4.5 liter V8. That's and right. unfortunately, in 2006, they only made these in rear wheel drive, but I'd be That's okay with sweet, that. though. You could make it a drift car. Oh, yeah. Is, Do, and Have you not heard about the four-seater drift car of, of one of these? I think uh, you told me about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Van, Von, what's his name? Von Gitten or whatever his name uh, is. Von Gitten Jr. Yeah, has a four-seater M- M45. Three or four, yeah, 45 drift car. Uh, yeah, that's pretty sick. I thought this looked fantastic. I love the wheels. Mm-hmm. I love These the bo- the sport wheels. I love the, like, the lip kit that's on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprisingly, on this is like This is like the best Infinity. This, I, I love these. This was the exact color mine was. I believe it's called Pewter of some sort. 
It's very much a U color. Yeah. Probably in this. I'm sure I've already said this, but it won the car the car and driver Comparo when it came out. Against what? Everything in the class: E class, A6, um, five series, five series, and the Acura RL and the GS. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was the best blend of affordable, sporty. I mean, because Infinity was essentially Genesis back then. Right. Yeah. Yes, great interior, very cool nicely car. symmetrical, but uh What's yeah. wrong with it? Minor dents and scratches. It looks like oh, the... it's even got the uh the speakers in the in the yeah. seat. Bosa you reviewed one with those, mm-hmm. right? Didn't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out Matt. Got like again. a B, yeah. Only hundred and thirty nine thousand miles on I it. I think too. you should have this. The only sketchy thing is if you go to the seat it's picture. It's idling fine. Yeah. VDC is off though. So something has happened. Some, yeah, and also it looks like the seat airbag is deployed. Yes. I'm wondering what happened. Mm. Yeah, because you'd think there'd have is to... The, is the airbag... Or it's just wore out a bunch. Oh, it could just be worn. Oh, look at... The, oh, somebody... It's someone a large has owned Somebody large blew out that seat. Okay, so maybe the seat airbag... New seat would not be hard to get. Though. No. I loved the amber gauges in this car. And these little halo rings on the outside, you could turn those off if they were too bright for oh, you. you simply cool. See, it says ring right there. Oh, you just hit that button Very and easy to do. Yep. Very easy and straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, this would be a great car. Uh, Modern society vid- could learn a lot of things from Infinity in 2006. <laughs> yeah, they really so could. You know. uh, what do you think that is? Uh, it looks like a panel that's missing. That's been torn off. Hmm. Somebody not very careful owned this car. I bet it stinks in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we'll pass on that. Hmm. 1300 on approval, though. Is, I mean, it's recent. It's not super cheap. But yeah, very cool Somebody car. really wants that to, if the yeah. bid's already that high. Well, the motor itself is probably worth Fifteen hundred bucks or so, true. Infinity V eight back then. Okay. Although that motor was in a lot of cars. That's true. All right, the next one is going to be our race car. Oh. Three six two. Six seven seven. Five three. Is it a Lexus? No. This is not going to be a race car. Yes, it is. It is for a, a couple of very <laughs> good reasons. For one, okay, sport model. Mm. Okay. For two, manual gearbox. Gearbox Why good. would you not want a Honda Fit Sport with a manual? No, this, this is one's a excellent. little rusty. This is an excellent car. I've, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, but Ben Prophet owned one of these. Tracked it, didn't he? Yes. Oh no, he had a Mazda two that he tracked. No, oh, no, that was Peter. That's Peter. Oh, ben, this was his first car, a Honda Fit. Okay. From from 16 years old, and he owned it until like early 20s or so. He pretty much did what you did with the Cobalt, except he didn't. Well, for one, he didn't buy any other cars. Yeah. But then he sold it, which he very much regrets so mm. further reason for you to keep your yeah cobalt. i'm not selling there's at this point especially i've held on to it this long mm-hmm. there's no reason to sell it but yeah he the, i mean it was a great car he had like kind of put a little bit of go fast bits on it and it did need a new motor which is kind of strange for honda but that he also strange. ripped the heck out of i was it. gonna say as a 16 year old you yeah. know you just beat the crap out of everything yeah 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 uh although i didn't really beat, beat on my cars too much as a 16 year old i didn't no well, you also had other cars, like you went, you got a winter beater to literally beat on. I beat on the Probe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't beat on the Cobalt very much because I loved it. Yeah, you could just drive this without like a headlight and stuff on a racetrack. Oh, God. As, no, as a race car. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this is nice. It's it's a little rusty, but mm-hmm. it's cool. Not you, that many miles. You don't, you don't usually see them in manual. They're like, they're always automatics. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, that's cool. It's, that would fit the bill, if you will. Okay, I've got a few more, but I don't know if you'd really be interested to see any of them, to be honest. Well, let's just breeze through them. Okay, I'll, I'll, well, let's go one that had a tree fall on it. Okay. From one of the recent storms, I assume. Mm. Six eight nine, nine four two, 
five two. I think this had multiple trees fall on it. Actually, it's not. It's not in a good way. Ooh, this is an 05 Lexus GX four seventy. Yeah, and it's I'm assuming it's going to be a bit squished. Yeah, it's had some trees on it. Mmm. Op slash roof. Look at the whole. The damage. whole roof is smashed. Wow. Enhanced vehicle. They did. Yeah, they hosed it off. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit rough. You could get a few parts out of It'd it. It'd be a great parts car. Yeah. yeah the, the back, only, at least. Yeah. The, yeah. In the interior, maybe. Yeah, the interior you could get. It's got a really yeah. nice wood steering wheel. I get a couple hundred bucks for that, you know. GX is a great car. Yeah, yeah that's, love, that's love really good. Yeah, that's a heavy tree, because you know that's not a light roof on this car. Like, this is a sturdy auto. Oh, yeah. Whatever hit that in the roof would have completely squished a Honda, like a Honda Fit a, a, yeah, or a Dodge a Journey. Like, yeah. A Dodge Journey would be flat. Journey would be like tin foil. Yeah. Uh, I know you don't want to see an E90, so I'm not going to show you that. Thank you. Uh, but I will show you this one final car, which I think would actually might be a good buy. Okay. Uh, 392-231-33. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a 2006 Lincoln Town Car Signature. Yeah. I have no idea if Signature is a good thing or not, but it sounds classy. I think Signature is actually like base model. <laughs> Pure sale, current bid $325, so someone has just tossed a little money on there. Only 100,000 miles. So that's that's the damage you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, runs and drives. Somehow they think it's worth $9,300. That's quite a that's bit. That's a lot, yeah. yeah. Realistically, it's fixed. It's probably worth like six or seven grand. Yeah, but it is a late model town yeah, it's, car it's with only 100,000 so yeah. miles. Uh, no wood steering wheel, which is disappointing, but mm, the interior looks swap one out. quite clean. Yeah. It is kind of funny how they like kind of tried to modernize the, vertical, the center. Area. I know it looks like a vertical screen. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of aftermarket support. You just stick oh, a yeah. freaking iPad on the dash. That's the best thing about these Panther bodies. It's just aftermarket everything. Yeah, yeah. This would be a fun car to buy for like a cheap car Copart challenge sort of thing. Yeah, it would be. Does anyone do Copart challenges like a, like like combined the idea of like cheap car challenge and Copart buying? Because I know people buy cars on YouTube from Copart and fix yeah. them and everything. And I know people do cheap car challenges on YouTube. Think... But does anyone do both? Uh, maybe i don't know hmm. we could do that we could tfl if you're watching don't don't do ideas. it don't steal it well tommy's gonna be real frustrated with you as always his name's tommy i'm pretty sure okay sorry uh the back seat's in great shape yeah, yeah. well no one ever sits in the back of those well don't they get chauffeured around they do but not a tan one with tan interior oh so you think this is an old man's car? they're definitely an old man's car okay. they do actually use those for like the black car service of those people mm -hmm. only sit in the back of, but yeah. a car a tan on tan old mm, man touche. part one, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one sits in the back of those unless the, you are a grandchild. I could, uh, before we leave, comment on the few Ubers that I was driven around in. Oh, what were, were they? Cars. The first one was a Hyundai. Um, oh, God. Were these in foreign countries? No, no, no. They were all in Florida. Oh, okay. So. Santa Fe. Okay. Fine. Yawn. Mm -hmm. The second one was a Honda Odyssey. No, a Toyota Sienna. Oh, which I'm sure you loved. It probably smelled disgusting in there. He, he had a lot of air freshener going. Yeah, it smelled what? Art oh. artificially gross. The first one, actually, these were out of order because it didn't really matter, but this was actually the first one, was a BMW 5 Series. Oh, really? Let me mm -hmm. guess what generation it was. I'm going to say it was an F10, so like a 2012. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> those Very are all, those are uber spec now <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because it only costs like an extra dollar to get the comfort uber yeah that's usually what i would do in chicago so, yeah so i got to get the comfort ones that was a pro move let me tell you why that was a pro move in chicago when i was living there in 2019 there were the, there was the uber x there was the comfort 
there was also like a level called select and then there was mm-hmm. uber black yeah so you could get the uber x for example say your uber x is 18 dollars, your comfort is 19 dollars, your select is like 21 dollars, okay. and your black is like 50 dollars. but the pro move was either to pick a comfort or a select because like eight like 80 percent of the time you get you get upgraded to an uber black because there'd be no comfort uh, or select sure. cars around and yeah. they're not going to downgrade you to an uber x yeah, if you pay extra so like 80 percent of the time i'd get a suburban so oh. it was great it was yeah. like i'd pay a couple a couple extra bucks and you'd pretty much always get an uber black mm-hmm. so that's the pro move it is interesting that no manufacturer has come out with an a ride share spec vehicle yet well what would you do like what would you even? It would be put a, a, a plastic partition. Let's let's think about this. Let's think about this. First of all, let's let's think about the platform. You'd want something large, so it'd probably be a Toyota Sienna. Start with okay. start well, with a Sienna. Toyota already makes that. It's called the Sienna. <laughs> but you'd want it to be a bit smaller than the Sienna, because there are why? Because you you want it to be more fuel efficient. You actually kind of want a Toyota Venza. Because you want the hybrid With powertrain. doors and seats. Yes. So you really what you want is something like the Mazda 5, but with Toyota's hybrid powertrain in it. So maybe yeah, a, a little a bit one. larger version of a Prius V or like a Toyota Highlander, sort of somewhere Whatever in Whatever happened there. to the Mazda 5? Why did they stop making that? People don't want minivans. Uh, that's a minivan. Did, didn't those come in manual, mm-hmm. Mazda 5? Mm, yeah, I think so. Maybe in, in Europe. For maybe not in America. Are they coming in America? At least a little bit, I think. Yeah. I'm didn't pretty they, sure you can get those. Didn't they tease like a Mazda Speed 5 for a second? Maybe. I feel like they did. Possibly. But yeah, so you'd want kind of a Mazda 5 Toyota Highlander combination with the hybrid, front-wheel drive only, and you'd want very basic, you'd want very basic, like, passenger accoutrement, could just be a manual seat up there. The driver's seat should be very squishy, very comfortable, because you're going to be in there for a while. You want power-adjusted, or power-opening doors everywhere that you can control from the front, so minivan style, yeah. and, and from the back thing. But you want an ability to lock the outside, like the, have the doors be locked from the outside but not the inside, which I guess is pretty standard. But yeah. you'd want to disable the feature where like when you put it in park that it unlocks because you want to be able to open the door for your Uber passengers so they're not slamming them and everything and, and breaking them. Right. You want it obviously to be very, very fuel efficient, very large gas tank because you don't want to be stopping and everything like that. Um, very low load surface in the back mm. and probably not a third row. Probably just want like a five-seater setup, but a lot of trunk space. Oh, and you need power points like everywhere. And like four for just the driver. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you are a car manufacturer, Charlie has just solved the ride sharing. He's given you the formula, formula, formioli. Kind of like how there's the London taxi. Ravioli, give me the formioli. 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 Like the London London taxi. taxi, You know, it's a specifically designed car for that. For London and taxiing. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to episode real 63 of the Daily Motor Podcast. Not that fake 63 from last week. Fake 63 was fake and it had no audio. Yeah. Don't listen to that. Pretty bad episode. (laughs) Real 63 here coming in clutch. Hopefully Chris didn't just jinx us. Oh, yeah. And we'll be back at you next week after Charlie has been very well exhausted because I'm... Charlie's going to be a tired boy. I am coming in on a red eye from the GMC flight getting some sort of sleep somewhere then leaving at about 12 o'clock noon uh in the x7 to drive up does north the x7 have, have does the x7 have um lane keep and driving will it drive for you i don't know but i might use uh wife mode and i might simply sleep in the passenger seat. oh make Alyssa drive yeah yeah that. Be, mm-hmm. she would appreciate that yeah 
So, uh, yeah, next week's episode will be interesting. We'll get to hear about the RZ. We'll get to hear about the Pilot and the X7 and some mystery vehicles. Although I think we're getting a Kia Soul next week. No. No? Kia Soul's in two weeks. I think we have like a Nero hybrid or something. Mm, I think, yeah, I might just say Nero. It's probably the hybrid version. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back at you then. Hold on, viewers. Hold on Mm. for a second. I'll tell you what we have. Oh, no, I was wrong. Uh, M340i. Oh. Yahar? There's no Yahar M340i. Oh. Is it the it'll one it'll have the special badge? No, M three forty eight, not M three. But they don't do an orange one of that. I no. thought the one you drove in. No, it was red. It was. Uh... <laughs> That's right. I remember driving that. Yeah, one. it was whatever the regular red color is. We're Paris and Nicole from Daily Motor, and as always, don't educate yourself before driving a nine eleven on. Nice to bring that back for the end. It's Thanks. good. <laughs>